Today, during Rated RPG. Making his network television debut this evening, please welcome Mr. Bob Goldthwaite. Bob. Uh, we were jumped by the skeletons, so we didn't know what was happening. I hate demons as much as anyone. Was that your diary that I was reading back there? I will not fall for demonic trickery. Why, if you were just fooled by the, if you were just attacked by my skeletons, why would you come in and, and attack me and my minions? If you knew, if you read my diary, you would know that I am only here to serve El Torel and to suppress the demonic forces that threaten it. Hey, I didn't attack you. Your pet elephant did. Ah. Hey, we have no control over that little bitch. <laughs> Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears, and bards, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. You're listening to Hot 102, home of the Make Your Mama Cry game. What? Um, oh my, what? What did you call me? Oh, let's fuck this guy up. He is an asshole. Look at him. He's all undead and nasty. He almost tore your soul out of your poor little body, precious. Listen, I, I, I didn't even see who he was, okay? You ain't I, even seen him? Oh my God, let me describe him to you. He's got, he's got dark skin and it's real tight and it's like all up on his bones and, you, and there's even maggots like writhing uh, between his teeth. Like he's a nasty, nasty asshole. Sounds kind of cool to me, like Pimo Bryson or something. Listen, boys, he's evil. You can't make a deal with him. Making deals with evil things is wrong. Okay, well, don't tell her about my shield, guys. <laughs> hey, listen, we'll, uh, we'll shut this shield off if you just talk with us. I stick the shield through the curtain. <laughs> Do you? I won't, I don't want to be threatening. I don't want to piss him off right now. It seems like he's willing to talk. So I only do it if he starts getting like uppity. Gotcha. All right. So you got like a ready to action in case. Exactly. Yeah. You off. Okay. So it seems like we're going to try the diplomatic route. So let's see here. Persuasion. Yeah. So this is going to be a persuasion. Go for it and roll it. I'm going to give you disadvantage because you attacked him though and his buddies. I didn't. <laughs> You definitely attacked his buddies, for sure. All right, so this could be a deception or persuasion, but it, it does sound like you're doing persuasion because you're actually telling the truth and stuff. So, yeah, you're basically trying to tell him, look, we're just here to kill demons. We're not trying to fight you and your, your friends, right? That's kind of what you're saying? Yeah. We got jumped. We had to protect ourselves. But my friends here didn't know who you were. You're a great author and a wonderful warrior. <laughs> you hear like a chuckle from the other side of the curtain and he says, hmm, perhaps I judged you too harshly. I can always get more servants. Uh, so no harm, no foul. There's plenty more corpses where those came from. Well, if your intentions are indeed to stop these demonic filth from pouring out of that portal, then I suppose I can let you pass. So we can come in? 
Yes. Sweet. <laughs> We're going to have to bag Lulu or something, though, I think. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what the hell are you talking about, boys? Oh, my God. No, we can't do this. This is crazy. Let me blast him. Let me, let me sla slash him with my tusks. <laughs> Listen, Lulu, sometimes you got to make uh, deals to stop the greater evil. Hordes of demons coming through? That's that's not what I signed up for. This is this is some this is some wackadoodle uh, stroganoff. <laughs> wackadoodle stroganoff. I'm gonna have no part of this. And she flutters away back towards the church where all the people are are hiding. Suit yourself. <laughs> all right. We'll see you later then. <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, we're gonna move the curtain across now. You can stop scaring him, Shield. All right, the Shield turns itself off and it says, "See, I helped so much. You're never gonna regret this deal." Uh, yeah. All right. Can you give me a hint as to like what you might want me to do later? Oh, you know, just help me, like I helped you out. You understand? Like help you get across the street or something, like with oh. your groceries. Yeah, something like that. So that kind of thing? Yeah, something something minor like that. No problem. Okay, well, that sounds easy. All right, no problem. That, that was a great deal that we just made. <laughs> All right, you guys walk in, and Gideon is standing sort of at the back of the room. He doesn't appear to be harmed whatsoever. His, his powers of regeneration have healed all of the wounds that he took. Wow. He has kind of his arms, like, folded in front of him. You can tell that he's pretty apprehensive, but he's willing to let you pass. He points down the stairs and says, Go down in there. That's where the demons have been pouring from. Some man in a retinue uh, went down there earlier. The man was wearing plate armor with a shield and a sword. They also said they were going to end the demonic invasion, but apparently... Oh, yeah. They were... We're looking for it. Really? Yeah. Well, they're either dead or in league with the demons because... They failed. Can I can I ask you a question? Yes. What what are you? I am Gideon Lightword. I am a priest. I protect this place from demons. Well, I mean, you're no longer alive, right? It's true. I I died in the event that brought El Terrell down into Avernus, but I was brought back by. The ruler of this place. Oh. Zariel, the compassionate ruler of Avernus, saw fit to bring me back into this form so that I continue my crusade against the demons. You Got it. be wise to join her as well as I have. So you're like a zombie or something? I am far more than a zombie, but far less than a lich. I am something unique. And powerful and I, I awesome. I, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> okay, you, uh, pretty fucking cool, man. Do you know yeah. anything about um, the mummy rot affliction? I know that uh, such an affliction exists if one were to come, uh, one were to be on the wrong side of a mummy's fist. Could you perhaps? We would never do that. We don't get punched by mummies in this group. But. <laughs> <laughs> Could you perhaps? <laughs> we make smart plays. We would, never, we would never. We would never. 
Who would stab a mummy with a rapier? That's just stupid. I don't need it. Ah, yes. Stabbing a mummy with a rapier is a fool's errand. <laughs> you, you you're telling me, pal. Yeah, Oof. I... You wouldn't be able to help our friend, perhaps. Would so, you? we're going to go down there. What are you going to do? I suppose oh. I'll stay up oh, here and begin to reinforce my now dwindled uh, army as he looks around at all the dead, destroyed skeletons and whatnot. Can you cast Restoration? I lost my ability to cast spells when I died and was brought back by Zariel. Okay. That's too bad. But I gained these cool fists, which I'm really good at punching with, and the ability to tear people's souls out of their bodies by looking at them, which is totally a good trade, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I found this neat hole where I throw corpses in, and then undead come out later. So, oh yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Do, do you do, have a cat? Don't never liked cats. Never been a cat person. Uh, I yeah, sworn I heard one, but yeah, somebody's cat was just yelling at him for no reason. Weird. Must, must be coming from <laughs> down there. You must. <laughs> you must know these parts pretty well, huh? I do. Do you know anyone who could uh, help us out with Mummy Rot? Mummy Rot. Well, all of the priests uh, that were around here have probably been slain. So you might have to make a deal with a devil or something. If you can find a wizard, that could uh, someone could help you out. I'm not a wizard, though. But yes, many powerful demons and devils have the ability to remove curses as well as wizards. And if you could find a cleric, then good for you. Kind of doubt any of them are around, though. Okay, thanks. Well, big help. Thanks. Welcome. <laughs> should we go kick some demon butt, everyone? Well, yeah, but we should probably, like, heal up and stuff. Yeah. Do you mind if we, uh, you know, touch each other a little bit in front of you? <laughs> I would I would be unhappy if you didn't. <laughs> Great. <laughs> hey, uh, you got a, is there a safe place we can rest around here? Right fucking here. Well, except for, I guess, the demons that continue to pour out of this staircase. <laughs> yeah, we should probably go back to my hut. It's not really a hut, but, you know. The, yeah. The place where you found my uh, diary. That place is kind of safe. Yeah. yeah, let's go back there. Except we don't really have the option to long rest right now. Is that right, Kozlo? I shake my dire wolf head no. Damn it. Well, a short rest will help me a little bit. All right. Gideon lets you into the building, although you didn't really need it. He just says, you know, mind the mind the chair. And he points to this, like, wrecked-ass chair. And he's like, don't sit on that. It's my favorite chair. And then he walks okay. away. I, go and smell the, I smell the chair. Smells like wet cheese. That's his favorite chair, all right. <laughs> Signature scent right there. <laughs> As you guys are doing your rest, you notice that he's actually, like, digging up graves and, like, pulling corpses out of graves and then just sort of, like, piling them up next to that hole. And then uh, after he gets, like, a nice pile, after about 45 minutes, he starts throwing them in one by one. So, short rest, we can use hit dice to heal? Yep. Some of you can. How many? Uh, I mean, you can spend as many as you want. You get half of them back on a long rest. Yeah, I'm using up the rest of mine. Okay. Can I just start with, like, three and then use more if I want to? Yeah, you can use them one at a time. Okay, and you just roll D8. You will roll a D8 plus your constitution bonus. 
Right on. Uh, if you would like to support the Rated RPG live streams and podcasts, you can do that on Patreon, patreon.com slash Rated RPG. And we have some patrons we'd really love to thank right now. Uh, Spidey Mouse and Bossa Nova B. You guys are brand new patrons. Thank you very much for becoming patrons of the Rated RPG show. Uh, also, we want to thank our current patrons, Holly Summers, Aiden R., Great White Spark, John Mengrum, GBS Trek, Cheesemaster007, Danny Bell, Valentine Crowley, Manflesh, Alex Schirmerhorn, Tony LeBlanc, Mongoose, Ooglaset, Sean Henry, T uh, Jerry Vite, H.D. Burke, Random Guy, Joseph Doherty, and Chris Fail. A round of applause for all of our... Thank you, guys. And we want to announce something really cool that we're in the process of doing right now. We have some very nice limited edition, special edition Game Society Pimps GSP stickers that we're sending to all of our current and former patrons on Patreon. We're sending all of those out as a way to say thank you very much for all that you've done supporting the show, especially during the, the last few months as we continue to do this virtually. We want to offer as a new reward for all of our patrons, a way to say thank you and a way to greet new patrons who might join us. Some new stickers, these are special edition patron only character stickers, like they're, they're basically our character tokens in sticker form. And uh, those are going to be sent out every three months that you're a patron. So if you become a patron right now, and then in three months, you're gonna get the Coslo sticker. And then three months after that, if you're a continuing patron, you would get the next character sticker. We don't know whose character that's gonna be yet though, do we? I, th I think we just, we're doing it based on like which character we think will die first. So Coslo is first. <laughs> and race. then probably race. <laughs> and probably yeah. race. <laughs> <laughs> and you can do that at patreon.com slash rated RPG. Back to you, Emery. Back to that me. That was good. Jason's like a professional, you guys. Yeah, dude. That was great. That was succinct. You didn't stumble over your words. You didn't accidentally say galley when you meant something else. Like amateur. Roof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys stumbled into the foyer. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm the worst DM ever. Fuck oh. me. All right. So you guys rest up and I'm going to switch the maps because you guys go back in there and you go down the stairs. Actually, before I do this, there is a bit more that you can explore inside of the chapel if you want to. So I'll let you know. Yes, what else do we get from a short rest besides hit dice, hit points? Wild shapes for me. Certain abilities. Come on. Inspirations back. Okay, but no no spells or anything. Yeah, All right. I don't think artificers get anything. Okay. So you guys are back in this chapel. I'm going to make sure that all the curtains are open so that you can just see through them. Feel free to explore. I'm still a dire wolf, at least for like the next hour. So yeah, I'm just going to kind of hang around. Nothing really I can do when searching. But I'll hang out in here so I can like sound the alarm if some devils come up the stairs. Gotcha, gotcha. Race or Debobby or Glovejack, do you want to search anywhere else in this first floor before you go down? Yeah, I would like to do a little searching. Okay. Go and put your put yourself where you want to search. We never went over here. I assume there's not anything nastier that guy would have told us. Okay. Glovejack walks over there. I'll just have Race follow you around since I think Dion might not be able to move it. 
and then everything's froze. Yeah. To Bobby, you walk over here and you see a large stained glass window that actually is still standing. Mostly some of it has been broken, but it's this one over here. And you can, since it is in such good condition, you can make out what it is depicting. Mm -hmm. This is, is it right here? It's it's this this window over here. That's where there's actual wood. That looks like doors. It's not. It's a it's a solid stained glass window. So you can't really you can't really see out of it, you know, because it's stained. So what it is depicting is the god Lathander standing amid fallen soldiers, holding his hands aloft as the spirits of the dead rise to stand at his side. Hmm. In fact, you you sort of as you're looking at it, you feel a sense of calm and, and like wholesomeness sort of wash over you, over you, which you haven't really felt anywhere in this chapel. Interesting. Sense of calm. Mm-hmm. I'll examine it a little more. Okay. You get a bit closer and you look at it and you realize that it's a miracle that this thing hasn't shattered like all the other stained glass windows. You remember feeling when you arrived here that there are random sort of earthquakes and you felt them multiple times since you've arrived here. And that is most likely why most of these windows have shattered, because they're very susceptible to that kind of thing. So the fact that this stained glass window is still almost completely intact means that there is either... It's it's a miracle, honestly. There's no better way of putting it. Hmm. Maybe we should take this with us. <laughs> Does anyone have a screwdriver? You have a wrench. I think I have these you have a wrench. Is it like, so we just, do we feel any different when we're like right next to it? Still that same sort of feeling of calm and warmth and safety. Safety. Hmm. Eat the glass. I'm going to touch it. (laughs) Yeah, touch it. You touch it and you know, it's slightly warm to the touch, but uh, nothing else. Are there any like detachable bits? No, it's it's a window. (laughs) (laughs) I ask my shield if it knows anything about this window. Mm, that's Lathander, the despicable god. Uh, you should break it. I'm going to cast Detect Magic on it. Sure. You cast Detect Magic. You get, I would say, like a, a faint sort of flickering magical aura coming off of it. It is a universal aura of magic, and it definitely has the spark of the divine to it. So the best you can come up with is this window must have some sort of blessing on it or, mm-hmm. you know, connection to Lathander in some way. Hmm. Well, it doesn't do anything for us, I guess. I think we should have... Unless it Cosmo, cures mummy Cosmo rot. come over here and plead to yeah. Lathander. The shard in his yeah. stomach. I come Cosmo, over. why don't you try praying to a different god? I sit down <laughs> on my haunches and I go... <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, you howl at the <laughs> the window. <laughs> um, but what they don't know is uh-huh. I'm saying, long live Torm, Lathander sucks. Oh, oh. brutal. Okay. Whoa. Oh, wow. <laughs> Come Rough. on. I mean, Lathander you know, and Torm are kind of, you know, they're kind of buddies. Yeah. People who worship <laughs> gods can still ask other gods for help. <laughs> I thought it was different. I, I'm really good. <laughs> I'm naive. I'm a wolf. Do you want to know the the specific difference between them? Because they're they're both gods of good. So Lathander is a very, very frequently worshipped deity. He's the god of the sun. Let's see. Neutral good. God of of dawn and renewal. A lot of times travelers and merchants worship him. (laughs) He's about life and light. You know, that kind of thing. 
typical sun god. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't want to do anything that would upset my deep relationship with Torm. So I'm just going <clears> to <throat> leave it alone. I'll do it. Hey, Lathander, please. We beseech you to help my friend here, Kozlo, with his mummy rot. Can you please help us out? We're trying to fight demons and get rid of evil. All right, I need you to make a charisma religion check. So if you are proficient with religion, you get to add your proficiency bonus, and then you add your charisma bonus. Okay, well, uh, I'm not proficient with religion, mm-hmm. and my charisma bonus is minus one. All right, so. <laughs> D20 minus one. All right. You got this. Come on now. I believe in you. I believe in you. Mm. Hey, oh my God. He whispered it to me. It's a 10. It's an 11 minus one. Why are you only whispering those die rolls to Emery? I I don't know. I think it's a global setting that I have to change outside of the game. All right. I have a question for you, Brad, before you know the actual, you know, what what happens. This is an important question. Which weapon is more useful to you in battle? A longbow or a uh, longsword? A longbow. All right. So you, you say that sort of prayer to Lathander and you kind of look over at Coslo to see if anything changes with him. The only thing you see is Coslo's big wolf eyes kind of go wide as Coslo's looking at the ground sort of like in front of the window. And you sort of look over at the window to see what has gotten Coslo all excited. And a shining golden longbow is now lying on the ground in front of the window. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I pick it up. All right, you pick up the longbow, and it feels solid in your hand, and uh, you realize after a moment that it's not actually made out of light, even though it appears to be at first. The light sort of fades away, and in your hands is a very beautiful gold-plated longbow with symbols of Lathander all along it. It is, it is a, such a finely crafted longbow, it even puts Kuragul to shame. Wow, this is beautiful. What? Luogul. Yeah, uh, looks like you got to come up with another name because you got right. another magic weapon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, now you have to shoot Kozla with that. I was, I was wondering, actually. Um, oh. Does this require attunement or? Nope, it does not. Okay. Well, I'll try to commune with it for a while and see if I can figure anything out about it. Sure. Uh, 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 you, you, you know that that would take about an hour to figure out, and that might be a problem for Koslo, who only has an hour left on his wild shape. Dababi, right. do you have the ability to identify? Two more wild it? shapes. I mean, um, uh, what skill? It's a identify. spell, identify. I do not. Okay. Well, yeah, you, you'd have to take an hour to figure out what this boat does. Well, can I just kind of do it as we're going along? Sure. That's fine. I will do that. All right. Wow. Anybody else want to pray? You know I will. All right. Race is going to do it. Race is charismatic. All right. All We're right. going to do this. I walk up to the... And uh, and I remember when I was just a little halfling boy in the orphanage. I used to have to hear these sermons. And I channel Minister Luther. Well, Lavanda. When I look at this mirror, I gotta say to myself, I praise you, I love you, I need you. Can you come down and touch my body? 
Lord. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and make me a religion charisma check. <laughs> I'm gonna, you're going to probably have to do it. Let's, okay. let's see. I'm going to try to click it. But All right. Religion. Charisma. So you're not proficient in religion. But Nothing happened. Four. Okay. So here we go. Just making a charisma check for you. Bam. Come on. Give me that holy. Mm. Nice. It's really good. All right. As you lean down and, and, and do that amazing, amazing call to action and prayer. First of all, are you actually only at four hit points or did you heal yourself during the short rest? I pressed the button, get healed back up. I pressed it three times, so I took off three hit dice, but it didn't okay. show up, so I should probably do it again. Yeah, no, don't worry about it. I'll just, uh, your max is 12 right now, so using three hit dice, I'm sure got you back up to 12, so just giving that to you. So light begins to sort of like pour out of the window and envelop you, and you feel like you're invigorated. You have inspiration now. Ooh, I'll take it. Oh, Amen. There you go. <laughs> All right, I uh, I want to I want to give this a try. This is really fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, I put the shield down like five feet away from you. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, hey, Lavander, hey, this is really great. Look, uh, we're all in this mission together, and we all really want to, you know, try to do some good stuff. We've had to make some sacrifices, probably some made some mistakes, but, you know, anything you can do to help out. <laughs> make a charisma religion check, please. All right. Is that two dice rolls? No, just a d20, and then add your charisma bonus, and if you're proficient in religion, add your proficiency bonus. All right, so I'll just make a religion check. Not necessarily, because religion no, uses right. your intelligence. Oh, I see. All right, so I'm just rolling a d20, and then... Oh, no. Not going to do it. <laughs> you feel an emptiness inside of you. Uh, yeah, you're not sure if it's because of the deal you made with your devil shield, or maybe you just your plea wasn't good enough. All right, I, I get it. I get it. I get it, buddy. It's fine. Uh, I'll just go back to my shield friend. Hey, go hey, pick up the shield. Cosmo, are you sure? I mean, Torm and Lathander are buddies. Yeah, I turn back into Coslo <gasps> because I this needs I need to pay attention to this. This is another sign. So uh -huh. I turn back into Coslo. I I once found an amulet of Torm, and it turned out to be a very good thing for all of us. This might be a similar situation, and I I say, Lathander, look. Uh, I met your friend uh, Torm once, uh, kind of, and I became a monk, and it, it's been great, and uh, look, I'm not very charismatic, I don't pray too well, uh, sometimes I make poor choices, but I'm on the right track, and uh, if you could help me out, boy, that would sure be great for all of us. And also, I'm dying of mummy rot, so... <laughs> Sidebar! <laughs> It was like, uh, I don't want a magic stick or anything else. I just want to be rid of this horrible mummy rod. It's just, it's, but my balls are all nasty. Anyway, you don't even know that. Like you said, I'm not very charismatic. Eh? But, all right, well, I'll give you advantage on this check because you have your connection to Torm, even though it's not Lathander. But go ahead and roll a charisma religion check, please. Come on. Come, Come on. on. Holy stuff. Oh, yes. Yes. wow. Wow. All right. 
Okay. So you you feel that uh, you feel the warmth of Lathander flowing through you, and you know you you're holding out hope that maybe this is the cure that's going to finally get rid of this mummy rot that's been plaguing you for so long, and you feel more inspired. You're going to have inspiration now, but you can't help but just feel a disappointment not in you but just in Lathander. You feel like the connection to Lathander even though it's stronger here than it is anywhere else that you've been, is so weak that Lathander wants to give you what you asked for, but is stopped by the power of the power of hell that is preventing it. You you kind of get this feeling that these gods want you all to succeed, but you need some way to make a deeper, stronger connection to them if you want to get more direct aid like that. So while it doesn't cure your mummy rot, it gives you inspiration, and you now feel more strongly that if you were to just connect stronger with these gods, you you could cure your mummy rot that way. All right. I turned. I turned to the my guys. I say, look, gorgeous Phoenix Brigade. If we're gonna get through this shit, we gotta. You can't nibble. You gotta eat the whole turn. So. <laughs> We're going down those fucking stairs! And I turn into a tire. Yeah! Yeah! Let's do it! Hey, wasn't that wasn't that place uh, in the cathedral uh, consecrated ground? Yeah, you guys did successfully undesecrate an altar to Torm, which has been used in the past for rituals, which are powerful magical spells, essentially, that the clergy can do to get a more direct connection to the gods. Also, Ravenguard was looking for a helmet that is said to directly connect you to the mind of Torm, which can give you vision. Oh, yeah, good point. So, good point. yeah. All right. So... Find that helmet. All right, Kothil gave us a good motivational speech. I think we should head out. Yes. Yeah. Most of you have inspiration now, so that's good. Do I? Oh, before not? we go down, is there any kind of a large item that I can make dance? Because... I don't think I can make one more cock, but I can make an item enchant. There are plenty of large items in here. You have your choice Ooh. between like a chandelier, a, a large chair, a, uh, what is it called? A mm. thing where you store your clothes, wardrobe. Oh, we're going to go with the wardrobe. I love the Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and a mirror. So. <laughs> All right, wardrobe it is. You're going to make it dance using your last third level slot? Uh, it's either, mm, damn it, you're right. Because what if we need to do this, this spell again? Shit. Guys, what do you think? Do I bring along a friend to help? Or do I just save my third level <laughs> spell? I ask my party. This is serious. Bring a friend. Alright, well, so I look at the wardrobe and I say, Baby, move your booty. I'm amazing tonight. <laughs> Alright, the magic from your amazing song and... Uh... Your, the magic flowing out of your pipes swirls around the wardrobe and it stands upright and even begins to like hover a little bit as it follows you around shaking its wardrobe tushy. <laughs> oh, excellent. You didn't say I had an inspiration. Do I have it or no? You do not. You got the magic item instead. I got something big. All right, yeah. cool. I'm, I'm a dire wolf, by the way, so I have to be big. Gotcha. Turning you big... There you go. And then I got to get you a dancing object. Dancing item. Dancing item. It's a dancing wardrobe. Yeah. yeah it's a dancing wardrobe, see? <laughs> All right, I'm going to give... 
spits out vests every so often. There's <laughs> your ultimate attack, jeans. Dion should have control over this. You get it. You didn't get a complimentary line and witch with that. Oh, somebody in the somebody in the chat <laughs> mentioned that we should take that curtain and make a cape for Debobby out of it. Oh, <laughs> a very important curtain. It kind of saved it's our a life. Pretty good curtain. All right, I'll grab that on the way out. What color is that curtain? Purple. Nice. Yeah. Purple, purple curtain cape. Okay. Stick a, a, a pin in it or something. All right. You guys are here. You're in this room. You descend deep into the catacombs beneath this chapel. And... For some reason, I thought we were just going to descend into a round room with a portal in it and be able to just flip a switch. But... Thank <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Yeah. Very wishful, indeed. This is actually an ossuary. I don't know what those are, but that's what this is called, ossuary. It's where you put bones after, yeah. you know, like the crypt, after the flesh is rotted off, you put the bones down in the ossuary. Okay. The stairs from, uh, the, from above curl down to an unlocked door and a workshop. This door that you guys passed through here was unlocked. This workshop appears to be where priests and acolytes prepare dead bodies for final interment. The place has been ransacked with knives, saws, piping, and tubes littering the floor. Acid and embalming fluid pool everywhere amid a field of shattered flasks and jars. Standing before you to the north is a set of double doors. You notice, actually, that there are a number of tracks on the ground. If you want to see what left the tracks, I'll need a survival check. Alrighty. I also have keen smell, so would this count for me? Uh, yes, way. definitely. Okay, survival check. I rolled an actual 20 minus one. Proficient. Wow, we wow. Okay, and I think uh, your keen scent gives you advantage on scent based tracking abilities. Yes, it does. All right, so everyone has passed this check. <laughs> <laughs> everyone that rolled, at least. So you all get down on your hands and knees and look through these tracks, and you determine that there are multiple sets of demon tracks as well as a single group of booted humans that came from down the stairs. Basically, they went in the direction you guys are going. Oh. They weren't booty humans? They were mm. not big booty humans. <laughs> okay. Big booted humans. Got uh, it. And they seem to be leaving a track of embalming fluid that you could follow. Good. Oh. Very smart. All right. So uh, you guys move on through these double doors they open up they're not locked and it leads to a hallway oh yeah tracks lead this direction following tracks i'm gonna scout up sneak. ahead should we sneak uh, I'll, i'm gonna let sneaky do it <laughs> sneaky does it sneaky does it sneaky is a sneaky do's um, a wolf pushing me i don't know why he's pushing me and actually, that's actually a a 17 because of canny. Okay. Oh, actually, I'll say that you guys notice that the, the tracks lead this direction, but you also notice that they come back and actually lead in this direction. So it appears Ooh. that they went this way, came back, and then went this way, and then up. Oh, okay. You better sneak up that way. Follow the booty. All right. So stealthily, Glubjeg sort of scouts ahead. He's a lot more stealthy than the animated dancing wardrobe. He's just constantly 
All right, so this area that you've entered in here, the walls of this chamber are lined with funerary <clears throat> shelves, each set with dusty humanoid bones. Relics and holy symbols of Lathander, Torm, Helm, and Tyr have been set prominently on a number of shelves. The shelves, you actually can't quite see them from where you're... Well, yeah, actually, you can see some of these shelves right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which way do the tracks go? They appear to keep going this direction. All right, I'm going to stop here and look down that way a little bit. Okay. Trying to move this big-ass fucking wardrobe. Are there things on the shelf? Yeah, so on all of these shelves are various relics and holy symbols of Lathander, Torm, Helm, and Tyr. They're very Ooh. prominently displayed. Hmm. And there's a whole bunch of them? Yes, a lot of them. Oh, I'll take one of each. Okay. So go ahead and move yourself over to where you'd uh, want to grab them. There's so, so many of them. Shelf right here. Sure. Okay. All right. So you touch one of the holy symbols. I'll roll a d4 to figure out which one it is, unless you want to pick one. Lathander, Tormhelm, Tear. I'll go Lathander first. Sure. You grab a hold of one of the holy symbols of Lathander, and suddenly all the holy symbols in this area pulse but not with a warm holy light but with a corrupted oh. dark malevolence Yay. hey guys i did something <laughs> oh boy everyone's got to make that's, a con save uh, no. that's a good sign right when you got to make a con save uh, could you do it for me Oh boy. <laughs> it can hover up to 30 feet, man. Let's fly away in the yeah, wardrobe. Let's go. I got a plus two on this. And I boy, did it. I need it. I got a five. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so that's a fail from Debobby, a fail from Coslo. I I'll just I'll roll you in the dance. I also failed. You yep. failed it? Oh boy. Okay. Yay! Con save from Race. Come oh my race. god, a 17! Oh, Race ah! did it. Race passes, amazingly. First uh, one ever, maybe! And what about this dancing item? What's its stats here? Uh, uh, d -d 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 I know it's 40 HP. What is it? Um, probably, doesn't have, probably doesn't have a constitution. The, well, Just since it can dodge. But it's got an AC of 16. It looks like it has a, a con of plus three. I'm just going to go with that. Okay. So plus three con. Here it goes. That is a pass. Oh, my God. Wow. Amazing. All right. So I will roll the damage. Right. Damage? Yep. Oh, we're the good guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, they got all cool. Yeah, this place has been heavily corrupted, hence the demon portal inside of it. 20 necrotic damage, half if you passed. Okay. So I got two hit points. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Uh, oops. Can Race get in the wardrobe and ride around in it like in a tank? Yes. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can fly on it. Yeah. Yes. It actually hovers above the ground. So, yeah, it's like a floating hover tank. I mean, anything That's to like beautiful. absorb some damage. Oh, man. <laughs> Seriously. 
So, if I'm inside of it, do I have to spend, like, a bonus action to open it up to cast a spell and close the door again? Well, okay, so I'm going to say that you can't you can't get full cover while you're riding okay. on it. Yeah, no. You can use it as, like, a skateboard, but not as, like, a, a tank. Ooh, I would have a badass hoverboard, though. <laughs> uh, all right, well, the, the pulse happens all at once, and it, it, it just uh, cracks your skin and dries your tongue and makes you shit yourself a little bit but it seems to have gone and dissipated now and now i'm worse off than before the short rest <laughs> yeah right okay yeah at least we now have a bogart from harry potter in our party <laughs> pops out of a box and casts spells on people Stop making Harry Potter references. You know how much I hate them. You would love Bogarts. They're so cool. They take on the form of whatever your worst fear is. <laughs> Ooh, so Aaron, like, Aaron, um, what house um, are you, by the way? All right, stealthing up this way. I'm, I'm not sure what. I'm probably Gryffindor. Uh, That's all you need, remember? <laughs> all right, so a couple of things here. Up ahead, over in this area here, this huge chamber is lined by funerary shelves along the stone wall above six bare daises. Dios. Daises? Dios. Creating a display of dusty humanoid bones rising from floor to ceiling. I touch everything. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So you start touching everything you said? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold <laughs> on, big fella. <laughs> Eventually, something you touch has to be awesome, right? <laughs> he got a bow from glad, the, the one thing he touched, so. I'm glad Emery's not one of those dick DMs. He's like, no, you said it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, up ahead, kind of a creepy looking place. Humanoid bones essentially lining the walls all the way up to the ceiling. This looks like the main chamber that they sort of buried maybe some of the slightly more important people in. Off to your right, you see that there's another chamber that you can sort of barely see into. Let's see. This area is set with cushions and low stools of brown oak. You can't see that. Footprints yeah. going where? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, where are the footprints going? They are going... They're leading into this area. Hmm. All right, well, I'm still stealth. Take a peek. Okay. From there, you can see that there is a, a, a dais over here. Dais. I don't know how to pronounce that word. Dios. I think um, it's pronounced both ways. Dios. All right. I'll just say one of them from now on. And you can't quite see anything that's on it. It's just barely in shadows. But you do also notice that there is another set of stairs going down over here. And it appears that the footsteps went, lead that way. All right. I'm just going to peek around the corner, see if I... There's anything lurking? Nothing lurking. However, this allows you to see what's on the dais. The wall, first of all, it's, it's an empty dais, but above it, the wall is covered with a mosaic shaped from colored chips of bone, artfully arranged to depict scenes of funerals, the migration of souls, and the celestial realms. Lettering along the bottom of the mosaic reads, Contemplate life. Death comes soon enough. Hmm. Does it appear to be desecrated or profaned in any way? No. Hmm. I'll whisper back, come on in, everyone. 
I, I would say okay. that the feeling you get when looking at it is kind of more like irony. Like it's all about the context. If you were here, like, you know, kind of like in happier times, that might have been like mm-hmm. wisdom. Now it just kind of seems like a cruel joke, you know? Mm-hmm. Are we? Did the footprints c- come through here? Yes. Yeah, they go. They went down here. Yep, they okay. go down. Oh. Continue down the stairs. We'll, we'll keep going. I mean, this would be a nice place to take a nap. <laughs> for a day, but I guess we don't have time for that. There's right, literally move. a demon portal somewhere down here. <laughs> yeah, right. I, Put my hut on top of the portal. Problem solved. There we go. Hey, I see a doorway, everyone. All right, sneak it. Yes. All right, the footsteps lead to this door, which is closed. Listen. Oh, good idea. Make a perception check. All right. You quietly press your ear against the door, hoping to hear any sort of sounds that may be coming from the other side. Your portal senses also are tingling, and you realize that there is a portal to the abyss only 45 feet away from you to the east. And you you, you press your ear, and you, you, you definitely hear something. It's, it's kind of hard to describe. It, it's like the faint sounds of, of souls crying, as well as water slowly churning. But you actually hear a voice that is louder than the, the faint cries of agony from the abyss. And it is a deep human's voice. And he appears to be talking to himself and almost arguing with himself best way to describe it would kind of be like a golem situation, you know, where he's like arguing with uh, Schmeagel. But you only actually understand half of the conversation because it's alternating between Abyssal, a language you understand, and some other that you don't know. Okay. And the Abyssal side of the conversation is things kind of along the, the lines of you will never be free. Just give up. No one is coming for you. You're doomed. Things of that nature. Give in. Give up already. You know, that kind of thing. But then you hear, like, uh, the languages, right? Abyssal is a very, like, harsh language that's just hard for mortal things to hear. It's almost painful even listening to it being spoken. The other language is the opposite. It's very pleasant. It's even more sort of wholesome-sounding than Elvish, which is already a really wholesome language. Can I make an attempt to... I at least identify the language. Yeah, I'll give you a religion opportunity. Yeah. Religion check. That is not good enough, unfortunately. <laughs> I go back and report what I'm hearing. Okay. Does the voice sound like it's coming from a humanoid or something that's not natural? It sounds human. Although when okay. he when he speaks, in the, it alternates the languages. His voice changes slightly. But, yeah. Hmm. Can I make a religion check to after he describes it to me? Or would I have yeah, to hear? Yeah, I, I would. I would allow you a religion check with disadvantage for him describing it. No, not good enough. Hmm. Can, can I? Can I lick my nuts? Of course. You're a dog. All right, I'm going to do that. Okay. Do I have to make a roll? 
No. <laughs> you just take a 10. Unless you want to risk like a, a really bad lick for a really good good lick, then you can roll. Even the bad ball licks are good. There are no ball. bad licks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Guys, I'm thinking it I'm thinking it might be the dude we're looking for. Okay. Um do you think that we're going to have to engage in some sort of fight? It's hard to say. He sounded very conflicted. Maybe I we could should try to open the door stealthily. I'm just wondering if we should heal up before we go in there. Mm, good point. I do have three potions, so we can spread them out. You do? <clears throat> I have one potion. I have um. I have a couple cure wounds is left. Yep, I have. Change. I have a cure wounds. Yeah. Yeah. Presuming this is where we're after this if we survive it we're going to be going back to rest i am going to change from coslo or from direwolf back into coslo and who needs healing all uh, of us um, I, i'll use at least one potion spells uh, i do all right yeah race only needs 10 hit points and then he'll be back at his max for the day yeah. i'll cast cure wounds on uh glubjig Thank you. All right, I'll cast a cure wounds on myself. Selfish. Um, Henry, could you do the potion of healing for me? Yeah. The, it froze again. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, you drink the potion, gives you seven hit points back. You're back up to nine. Hey. Hey. Are oh. those three hit points going to matter? Probably. Cosmo, do you need help? There's nothing anyone can do but for I'm just, Oh, that's right. Forgot. Yeah, I'm at about half right now. So. Yeah, I'm right. just about at half, too. I'm, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on Bobby. Okay. Give it to me, baby. Fine. Wow. Yeah. And then something. Uh, I'll cast another Cure Wounds on Glubjig. Right, well, Race, you, what are you at? He's at 9 out of 12. Uh, I'm at... Yeah. I'll just use one more healing potion. I have an extra left over. Yeah, I'm gonna, I've got one left. I'm going to use it. One more for a glove jig here. All right, you're back up to full race. Is it... All right. Uh, you have a... to roll it my screen. How much does a healing potion do? 2d4 plus 2. And then I will cast my last cure wounds on myself. Hmm. All right. Well, if... If our big hadn't touched those more. books, I'd still be at this amount. <laughs> they weren't books, okay? They were holy symbols of good gods. You can't be All that right. mad at him. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a good thing. Well, he was the one who pulled that curtain back. The one I'm wearing on my back right now. <laughs> As a cape. Yep. Nice. Well, you're the one that went and attacked him. Yeah, guys, don't, uh, guys. guys. We're, guys, we're on the same team here. Let's let's. Uh, All right, fine. Let's go pee in the mouths of evil. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, yeah. We don't pee in each other's mouths, guys. Yeah. Come on, uh, we, haven't, I'm going in. we haven't peed for ages. You sneak in and, and let's see what happens here. All right, guys, put yourselves in the positions that you're going to be in when he opens the door. I should send that I wardrobe got, in I first. My, I have my new bow ready. <laughs> Do you want the wardrobe to be right behind him? 
Yeah. Okay. Shield. Heck yeah. Wait, Racer, are you going to be inside of it? Oh, you could be flying on the wardrobe, no, yeah. Oh, no. No? Okay. No? Okay. Oof. <laughs> I feel like it's just going to get me hit if someone has any kind of, like, spell range. Can the, can the wardrobe open the door? Yes. <laughs> kind of. That's yeah. A, yeah. That's what we should do. <laughs> do you want to? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Let it knock. Let the wardrobe open the door. Are you where you want to be, uh, Coslo? My wardrobe open the door. I'm, I'm going to be. I'm going to actually hang out back further. Yeah. All right. Okay. Wait. There's two good comments uh, here. Uh, Manflesh says wardrobe. I am the one who knocks. <laughs> and Silverhawk says before you open the door, put the curtain over it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Foolproof plan. <laughs> All right, guys. The curtain. Are you putting the curtain on it? That sounds like a funny idea, but on the wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. 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 I'm putting the Make curtain on the wardrobe. All right. As it goes through the door. <laughs> Superhero <laughs> wardrobe Yo, coming through. Got a curtain open the door. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna know what the hell. All right. Final positions, everybody. Super wardrobe. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Final. The wardrobe yep. sort of uh, awkwardly smashes itself into the door, which isn't locked and just kind of flies open. And it sees a lot of stuff that you guys don't see. Well, I might. Uh, all right, yeah, let's see. Oh, Glubjo, you're standing behind it, right? Are you? Yeah. Okay. Yes. I don't know why. It's, it's like still, still stealthing, there. hopefully. Yeah, yeah, sure. You can hide behind the wardrobe. That's fine. All right. So, this is what you see, Globejig. Sharks? A shallow meditation pool fills this room, set off from a broad landing edged by a low wrought iron railing. Wondrous frescoes along the walls depict souls gaining the blessings of Lathander, Torm, Helm, and Tyr. The frescoes on one wall have been twisted into abyssal forms surrounding a shimmering portal. That's uh, this. You can sort of vaguely see the purple over here. Um, the pool is littered with the mutilated bodies of humans wearing the uniforms of Baldur's Gate and Elturel. The swirling water of the pool roils with shadow and is shot through with patches of black ichor where demons have fallen here. An armored man with a shield slung over his back crouches among the bodies, writhing in pain. His eyes are closed and his hands clutch at a gold helm on his head, as if trying in vain to claw it off. Unintelligible words spill from his lips, some sounding saintly and solemn, while others resonate with a cruel hissing. Mm. You guys recognize him immediately. This is Alder Ravenguard, and he is wearing the Helm of Torm's Sight. Oh! Are we going to end on a cliffhanger? Yes, before you can react to this, just as the wardrobe sort of dances and boogies its way on into the room, three wild-eyed minotaurs come through the portal. They charge into battle towards you, ignoring Ravenguard. And we are going to have to end right there. Oh my god! Whoa. These are demonic minotaurs. Minotaurs straight from hell. If you thought the skeleton versions of them were bad. <laughs> Ooh, hell-a-tors. 
Aren't they, aren't they from the abyss? Yes. Why don't you make a yeah. religion check real quick, see what you know about them. I should have gotten proficient in religion. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can, you know, we can figure out maybe we could have you train in religion and lose proficiency in something else uh, that you don't use as much. But Jesse yeah. says major tours. Plasto says abyssators. Beetlebun <laughs> says maxators. Uh, uh, I think they're demonators. Yeah, by, by the sausage swinging oh. between their legs, they're definitely manators. That's for sure. <laughs> manators. Yeah. Infernotors, demon cows. Uh, all right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Rated RPG Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. Subscribe to Rated RPG wherever you get your podcasts Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and elsewhere. Many thanks to all of our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to join them, the address is patreon.com slash rated RPG. Follow us on Twitter at rated RPG podcast. And for rated RPG live streams, check out twitch.tv slash game society pimps. On behalf of everyone at the gaming table, thank you for listening to the rated RPG podcast.